You're listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast with me, your host, Sandra Garlic. A podcast where I chat to women in business who share their knowledge and their business journey, including their top tips, especially for you. But not only that, you'll hear their inspirational stories too, the real authentic version, because life and business is actually a roller coaster. I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I help you to power up your personal brand and get visible. I teach you the simple steps to get where you want to be. I help you to find your story and create the opportunities for you to share it confidently on stage, in print, and in other media. I'm delighted to bring this podcast to you each week to inspire and motivate you so that you can achieve in the future. I'll be sharing my knowledge, insights and stories too. Enjoy this week's podcast. Welcome to Woman Who Chat and today I'm chatting to Nikki Armstrong from Your Business VA. Hello Nikki, how are you? Hello, I am so good, thank you. It's lovely to be here. Great, great. Now, let's have a little bit of a chat today, but I want to find out first, what is it you do? Yeah, so I am basically a wing woman to lots of coaches, consultants and course creators. And basically, as your business VA, we help them as they grow from me to we in their business. So from needing their first virtual assistant support to help them with some of the tech stuff, because tech things are always a massive headache to our clients. It's not what they started their business for, let's face it. All the way through to online business management. So when they've grown a team, it can be making sure that the right people are doing the right things at the right time in their team and that projects, launches and retreats are managed and everything's running smoothly in a nutshell. Oh, gosh, I need you in my pocket. I really do. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you've got these great ideas and they come out and you think, right, I'm going to do that. And then you think, I'm going to get that out there. And then you sign up to a piece of software and you think, oh, my God, don't know how I'm going to manage that. And is that is that the pain you take away from your clients? That is definitely the pain. They always think, right, I'll have a look at it. I'll give it a go myself. And before you know it, they've just realised that it's taking up far too much of their time. It's not for them. It's not why they started their business. It's not what they love. They're not, you know, they're spending time doing that sort of thing and not making those transformations to their clients, which is what they want to do. So, yeah, it's taking away some of that pain, some of that headache and just making sure that things get done, get tested, get implemented and they can start running sooner rather than later with them. And I think there's a thing when you move out of the corporate world and I used to be in the corporate world and you've got this whole team around you that do things. And then suddenly you're on your own and you're the, you know, the cook, the cleaner, the dishwasher, you're everything. You're the IT department, the marketing department, everything. But we're not a master of all trades, are we? And I think it's very hard for somebody who's working on their own to suddenly take that step and outsource and and what would you sort of instill in them what what's the, the rationale for them doing that in those early stages so we always say kind of speak to us sooner rather than later so when you're feeling that kind of first crunch point because sometimes actually starting at that point is better because all of a sudden they will get really busy they'll get involved in other things then then there's no time to bring on a virtual assistant and somebody on board so it's making sure that that's sooner rather than later to avoid that crunch point and equally we very much hold their hands through their that process 
because they're not used to outsourcing. They're not used to kind of sharing information with other people. They're not used to delegating. They might not have the tools in place to delegate. So it's making sure that all those elements are covered and that we hold their hands so that they're comfortable throughout that process. So how did you get here? I mean, what, what, what's your journey? What, what, what did you do before to, to land doing this, this business right now? So I have 20 plus years in the corporate world. So working from a credit control through to an administration manager to an office manager, through to then changing kind of what I was doing completely and ended up moving into the charity sector as a community fundraiser and then an event coordinator for a children's hospice back in Yorkshire. So that's where I'm originally from, now living in Cheshire. So when we, we moved here for my husband's business, uh, not business, for his actual work, because we were getting stuck on the M62 corridor all the time, we moved to Cheshire and I decided I wanted to set up my business. And a big inspiration for me was actually my auntie who lived here in Cheshire, still does, has her own business. And I actually started helping her first behind the scenes when they needed some extra support. And from there, realised that being a virtual assistant was actually a thing. And this is what people needed help with. And so it started from there, very slowly starting up the business. COVID obviously hit and played a big uh, factor. And then we changed what we were doing with regards to the business. So instead of me just working on my own, I grew my business, started to bring in associate virtual assistants to help me and had my own virtual assistant on board. And so going through that process has enabled me to move up into an online business manager role through all the experience that I've got as well, to then make that an encompassing kind of business that supports businesses as they grow. So our support can grow as they grow. And that's what I love and what I've been able to do with my clients. Hence why that's why I could transition from being a virtual assistant to an online business manager. It was a natural progression for me. I'm briefly interrupting this week's podcast to tell you about the Woman Who Inspires Network Be Inspired event taking place in Birmingham on Thursday, the 15th of June. Join me, Sandra Garlick, your host for a morning of networking, inspiration and learning at this relaxed event. There's also a pay as you go lunch if you want to stay and build on those new connections and form collaborations. I can't wait to see you. So to book, simply visit womanwho.co.uk forward slash events. I'll pop the link in the show notes. In the meantime, back to this week's podcast. you say has been the biggest challenge of, of of setting up your own business the challenge was definitely the confidence I think that dips and peaks at certain points so when I started I think like a lot of people you're really into it you're excited about it you know what you want to do and you go for it and then you get your clients in and it's amazing and then there might be a dip and it goes a bit quiet and those confidence kind of peaks and troughs are things that I've seen and felt in my business and I know that my clients have felt that as well and it's just being able to ride that storm to be able to kind of tap into the help that you need and support that you need to be able to make sure that you keep going in the right direction, basically. Anything that you can do that's positive to keep yourself going is uh, always good. 
And I'm a big believer, you know, there's a lot of sole traders, a lot of women in business who are sole traders set up on their own, working on their own, based from home. It can be quite isolating. And I, I'm a big believer in surrounding yourself with, with like-minded women in business, positive, you know, that can lift you up. And that's what Woman Who's all about. But do you find that, you know, working? Are you based at home or how do you how do you manage that? Yeah, so based at home, but I do have a couple of clients actually locally as well. I'm meeting one at lunchtime today, which is great. So, yeah, it's great to be able to meet people locally. But we have got clients um, up and down the UK. They very much feel sometimes that they don't have other people to bounce ideas off. And I think coming in and helping them, starting off with just working with a virtual assistant, then having me on board, they've got a wing woman there to help them, to support them, to bounce ideas from so that they don't feel on their own. And me being able, able to help them with their strategy, being able to help them to set themselves up for success in the next 90 days and turn that strategy into action, it really gives them another sounding board and a different perspective to come out in their business, which can help them massively to kind of, you know, stay focused and uh, yeah, get things done. Yeah, yeah, I love that expression, wing woman. Uh, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> so, what's on the horizon? You know, what have you got coming up? What what's exciting is happening, or are you just going st- at a steady pace right now? So, I've got an exciting workshop coming up in a couple of weeks, which is fabulous um, about how to ease the growing pains um, in your business in three steps. And I'm going to be bringing in a series of those every quarter. So that's kind of exciting to be starting to look at that. And it will be a different thing that we we focus on. So in June, we'll be looking um, hopefully at some ways of helping them with goal setting, goal planning. Uh, and people can come along for free, basically. So these will be in rotation. And uh, so it's quite exciting to start to get the ball rolling with those. That's great. Are they going to be online? They are going to be online. Yes, online via Zoom. So, yeah, I'm just really excited to get started with it and start to help more people to get some more things done in their business. I think the pandemic, although it, it was a tough time for a lot of people, I actually enjoyed it. It opened up the world of Zoom and, you know, I was using it pre-pandemic, but nobody else seemed to want to have virtual meetings. Nobody wanted to do podcasts. It was it was all gosh, no. And people were feared the tech. And we've talked about tech and, and people, you know, overcoming that. But I think the pandemic did us a favour in that respect because people had to get on with it, didn't they? It definitely did. People, a lot of people didn't even know how virtual assistants could work from home, how that would even work. A lot of them, like you say, had never heard of Zoom. They didn't know about it. I remember my husband, bless him, he came home from work. and He's like, I'm working from home. What's this Zoom all about? And had to train him up to use it. So, yeah, it's helped people understand how people can work remotely. And I think that's been the biggest difference that I've seen since of 2019 when I set the business up is that people understand that a lot more they 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 get it now so did you find the pandemic was more of an opportunity for you rather than a setback it was an opportunity for me to really delve into actually what I wanted to do it gave me a lot more thinking time I was still very new to the business as well so yes there was that confidence kind of crisis so was this the right time to do this? Is this right for me? Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? But actually there was that time to bring that all together, to bring ideas together, to build those relationships uh, that had been built on before. So yeah, it actually, it, there was a lot of positives there. What motivates you? What, what makes you get out of bed in the morning? You know, what, what makes you, what, what's your driver? Uh, my driver is definitely to make a difference. I think that was very evident through working in the charity that I worked for. I've always kind of volunteered 
So I currently volunteer on a Saturday at a horse sanctuary, which is amazing, but I've done all sorts of volunteering. I've been a chair of Ladies Circle and raised lots of money for charity. So my big thing is making a difference. And obviously for me now, that still means the charity element, the volunteering element, but also making a difference to our clients as well. Love that, love that. I always ask my guests to leave my audience with a top tip or piece of advice. What would your be your top tip or piece of advice for those listening? My top tip would be to treat your business as an experiment. So don't be afraid to try anything out. Just give it a go, because what's the worst that can happen? It will only push you in the right direction. Oh, love that. <laughs> experiment. Nobody's ever said that before, but that's a really good concept. Really like that. It's been amazing chatting to you today and uh, we'll continue the conversation in another episode. But for now, Nikki Armstrong of Your Business VA. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me next week for more inspiration, learning and top tips. In the meantime, visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey or even feature on a future podcast. You can also join the Woman Who Achieves community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. There, you'll get the opportunity to network, find support and make new connections with over a thousand women in business. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's podcast. And if there are any topics you would like to hear, just get in touch with me, your host, Sandra Garlick.